Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, liturgically, as in the day that we've just concluded during Vespers, was feast, one of the feasts for St. Dimitri of Rostov, who was a great hierarch of the Russian church, uh, but we especially uh, know him because of his great devotion to the saints and in the compiling, editing, and writing of the lives of saints, editing, putting them together so that we have uh, a full years-long worth of saints from St. Dimitri's pen. And St. Dimitri, we, not all of this is in English yet. A good portion of it is in English. Uh, there's actually a new volume out. I, I don't even know if we have half of it yet all the way in English. I think you can find bits here and there on the internet or uh, a particular saint, they'll use St. Dimitri and translate into English, but not the entire set has been made available yet. This is the uh, lives of the saints, and it is something for Orthodox Christians that is part and parcel of uh, what the fathers encourage us to do when they say, uh, make yourself busy in spiritual reading. That the lives of the saints, uh, there's a, an incredible essay by Saint uh, Justin Popovich, uh, a Serbian saint of this past century, uh, who wrote a very excellent article describing how uh, the education of Orthodox Christian can almost be completely uh, fulfilled if you were to just read the lives of the saints and attend to the lives of the saints. Because what you see in the lives of the saints is you see the Holy Spirit working out uh, the Christification, the process of making them into little Christs, and to doing it in all of the variety that is uh, humanity. So that we have today, liturgically, commemorated a gardener. <laughs> That's the title given to not just uh, the martyr bishop, but he is the gardener. So I encourage you, I'm not going to tell you the story of Focas, go read the story of St. Focas, the gardener, and you will then realize what, why there is a devotion uh, to him. And Orthodox uh, folks have, they might, there's different saints like this, but uh, in their garden they'll have an icon of St. Focas. Uh, and that in the Orthodox Church, we have many saints uh, that are dedicated to particular endeavors. Uh, I believe there's even a, a, a saint uh, from Kiev for uh, those process of undertaking, of uh, burying, uh, that we have those who spent and found their salvation, their life in Christ uh, by being the guy who just opened the front door and provided hospitality at the monastery. Uh, to those, of course, who uh, found their salvation through marriage, through the raising up of children, to those who, if I'm quite honest, you read the lives of certain saints, there was probably, they didn't have the vocabulary for it, but there was mental illness that was probably going on, and they still found 
salvation and they worked it out in a way that might not be exactly how you or I work it out, but somebody who's maybe struggling with that, that is how they're going to find their salvation. This is for us, uh, of course, for children, I think the lives of the saints, especially particular lives of the saints, uh, are very, my kids, if I uh, get out the lives of the saints to read it, they're almost always intrigued, besides me tripping up trying to pronounce all of the names uh, and the locations throughout God's <laughs> creation from the middle of nowhere, you know, to almost to Persia, ancient Persia, to the hinterlands of Scotland, you know, all over the place, to the, uh, the dark woods of Russia. They, you can read lives of saints from all over. Some of them are short. We don't know as much or wasn't preserved, but there would be a local devotion to them uh, because they were martyred. Others we have, for example, on this Sunday, we have coming up St. Sergius of Radonezh, who is one of the great saints of uh, orthodoxy in Russia early on, because from him, you see his spiritual progeny, the, the monasteries that radiate out from his first monastery uh, wooden monastery dedicated to the Trinity that his great basically grandchildren in the spirit just radiate out through the forests uh, up into the frozen lakes uh, etc that we can learn from their lives not only just learn from their lives in particularity but see God working it's not that we just get the lives of the Old Testament saints like the prophet Jonah that we're commemorating or, you know, Peter, Paul. Uh, but we get, because God is active, uh, as especially leading and guiding New Israel, we get to see how God in his providence uh, works out salvation in all sorts of situations, from incredible adversity to, especially as we commemorate, uh, especially in the OCA, having a devotion to those who lost their lives at Martyric uh, in their faith under the Bolshevik yoke, as they refer to the Bolshevik Revolution and the, the Soviet government that followed and communism that went throughout Eastern Europe. That we have, uh, they call them ethno-martyrs uh, in the Balkan region because they were killed uh, because of their faith, and they were singled out because they're Greek or the Bulgarian or they're Serbian, and they make the sign of the cross. So they have a target on them. We have in all of these examples, uh, especially as we have before us on a daily occasion, to uh, always have something to put before us, to learn from, to uh, especially as saints come up and there might be something God's providence just aligns it, that this saint, somebody that you maybe have never heard about, or maybe there's even saints here along the walls here at St. Anne that you are unfamiliar with, that I encourage you to go and read about them. Maybe choose an icon at a time, and you might need to ask, because maybe you don't know the Greek alphabet or the Cyrillic that are on some of the icons. Ask somebody who knows, who is the saint? Go and read about them. Choose maybe one to pray to for a while. There might be a saint that jumps out at you. They've got your number. They've got you dialed in. And they're just there. 
Uh, recently, someone told me about an encounter that they had with St. R- Romanos the Melodist, and they're not somebody in the choir. <laughs> that they came to them and started basically telling them things that they needed to do, things that are, of course, that they then tried as much as God was able uh, to empower them to do those things. Uh, a friend of mine back from college, when he was coming into the church, St. Nectarios, for whatever reason, zeroed in on him, and it was St. Nectarios that uh, just kind of took him under his homophoria, homophorian, as it were, and took care of him. So we are surrounded not only by God in his infinite love and mercy, but we are surrounded uh, by the heavenly host, the witnesses who will take interest in us and will help us. can't tell you how many folks I know have gotten a job because of St. Xenia of St. Petersburg, for example. Those who have been driven to great uh, feats of forgiveness because of St. Siloan of Mount Athos. These are all new names to you. Well, welcome. You have a lot to learn, uh, a lot to grow uh, in, in not just knowledge, but in encouragement and asking for the prayers of all of God's holy ones, God's friends. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.